a lot of people will say urgent, urgent, urgent. You need to ask yourself when it lands on your desk, is it urgent to me and is it urgent to my business and to the vision that I'm trying to outwork? That's Vera Shaba, founder of Green Building Design and Engineering. And this is the Myth of Work-Life Balance, an exclusive Investec Ahead of the Curve podcast series. I'm Aria Kelman, and in this series, we're exploring the myth of work-life balance with 13 dynamic young professionals from around the world. In the previous episode, you'll recall that we debated whether or not work-life balance is a lifetime in motion process versus a finite goal. We also uncovered what tools are required to embark on this journey. And in this episode, We'll discover, well, at least try to discover, some practical tips from our game changers. Maybe pick up some tricks to ensure that the journey of work-life balance is as smooth as possible. We hope that by the end of this episode, you'll have practical changes to implement in your life towards your work-life balance. Instead of letting life just happen to you, you need to design it. This requires making deliberate choices about how you spend your time. In order to come up with a roadmap of how to go about deciding on these choices and allocating your time, you might need some guidance. Health is, of course, the essential element in our lives. Without it, nothing else even matters. And when speaking about work-life balance, health is viewed holistically as mind, body, soul, and heart. Mike Stopforth, an entrepreneur, strongly advocates for the benefits of physical health when seeking work-life balance. You know, I try and keep my body healthy, well, relatively healthy, and that enables me to think a lot more clearly about the things that are important to me. So I think, you know, exercise is really important. And this speaks to the age-old saying that a healthy body makes a healthy mind. Cliché, for sure. But true? Definitely. Whether you're a CEO or just a go-getter at work, it's easy to let things like exercise and diet go by the wayside once things get busy in the office. The important thing to remember, though, is to check in with yourself internally. Set a diary reminder to ask yourself whether or not you're maintaining balance, because a healthy body and a healthy mind really, really do go hand in hand. Jonathan Kalin, co-founder of Unsettled, a co-working retreat program, is pretty set on the value of internal check-ins when on the work-life balance journey. So for, for me to achieve balance, I think it comes down to self-awareness and self-reflection. Um, I think these are the most important tools for an entrepreneur or creative or freelancer. It's about checking in with yourself and asking yourself, am I happy? Am I growing personally and professionally? Am I getting what I need to feel healthy? Am I getting what I need to feel healthy, spiritually, physically, and emotionally? This is a tricky one. It would seem that for most of us, the answer would be no. Mm. But that's why we're here, to learn and grow, and to find out what this work-life balance is all about. On a more practical and less philosophical note, Lula Rubuche, owner of Random Network and Darling Honey Co., recommends putting pen to paper. Today, I kind of map out the things that I need to do the next day. Um, the night before. So I write down a list of, you know, to-do list things, whether they might be a month in advance or whether the, they could be in the, in the next couple of weeks. What I do is that I, I kind of like, you know, tick them off as I go through the months. 
And how would you apply this concept of recording tasks to the digital world that we live in today? You know, technology is great. You're being able to, you know, being reminded of the things that you need to do. So I think, you know, technology has helped me in that way. And what I do is that I, you know, I set out a you know, to-do list. In some cases, I kind of, you know, have, you know, draft plans or draft ideas. I write them down as I go because a lot of my ideas are in my head. And I think that, okay, cool, I might remember it the next morning, but then I forget them. So you need to be very spontaneous about recording what you're thinking and what you're planning to do. So never think that, oh, I'm going to leave it for tonight. So as soon as it comes to your head, put it down or write it down. Jotting ideas and reminders down in the moment is extremely important. I know that if I don't have something in my paper diary, yeah, I'll unashamedly admit I still have a paper diary. It's not digital. It's unlikely that I'm going to remember it. The world is so busy and fast paced that it can be really challenging to keep track. According to Forbes magazine, if you want a fulfilling career, work-life balance isn't a nice to have, it's a must have. Not only is it one of the top predictors of job satisfaction, but attaining a work-life balance can set you up to be more focused and creative in the office. Dumisani Mbata is an Investec property graduate and he views the art of prioritization as a factor in a successful work-life balance journey. I prioritize by matter of urgency. <laughs> and that's why if anything, if anyone knows something, I like knowing things well in advance so I can plan because life sucks. So where you can plan, plan. Um, and then the rest just falls into place. For instance, if I knew I have a deadline, I'll try my most best to ensure that the deadline is met a day before. Planning ahead may seem like a simple enough concept, but according to the research professor Pierre Steele, in 1978, 5% of the population admitted to being chronic procrastinators, whereas today, roughly 26% admitted to this. On the flip side, though, it's important to be cognizant of the fact that balance does not entail cramming in every activity possible. Again, as stated by Dumisani, you must prioritize. Find a method that's tailored for you. Dr. Nokukanya Kanyile is a doctor and on her way to becoming a pediatrician, she has her own way of applying prioritization into her life. So I was lucky enough to have a mom who was really about getting me proactive and getting me organized. So she did a really great thing. She got me doing the seven habits of highly effective teens that was adapted for teenagers that Franklin Covey Institute had created. And I basically live my life on that time principle. So I organize the things I have to do into urgent and important, not urgent and important, urgent and not important, and then not urgent and not important. And I kind of focus on doing the urgent and important things first. Perhaps it's beneficial to categorize your tasks and then the prioritization process will be more effective and streamlined. Everyone will experience a unique work-life balance journey. For example, media mogul Oprah Winfrey realized early on the importance of carving time out for herself. Winfrey says that she was working hundreds of hours per week as a reporter in her 20s, and it wasn't until she began to feel burnt out that she realized the importance of taking vacations and time for herself. Vera Shaba has her own method for managing tasks and time. So what I've learned is that as soon as something enters my inbox, just address it um, or and also be mindful about not making other people's priorities your priority. So a lot of people will say urgent, urgent, urgent. You need to ask yourself when it lands on your desk, is it urgent to me? And is it urgent to my business and to the vision that I'm trying to outwork? Is it urgent to me? And is it urgent to my personal or business vision? It seems that those are crucial guiding questions to determine how you rank tasks on the priorities list. 
Other New Age professionals are more inclined to utilize applications and technology to prioritize tasks, time management, and project management. Many useful applications such as Todoist, Focus Booster, and Freedom now exist. Anthony Beeler, director, photographer, and owner of Studio Beeler, utilizes apps for time management. So for me, it's literally allocating uh, the time or use an app and, you know, set a time for when you start something and end something and it will give you a good idea of what you're contributing your time to and how to fix that. Um, because a lot of us aren't getting that balance right because we're pursuing so many things at the same time. Great tip. It seems achieving work-life balance then is less about knowing exactly what to do and more about having the willingness to do it. It requires being proactive, creating a plan, establishing priorities, getting your workflow in order and making sacrifices. Most importantly, it involves the discipline to stick by your decisions and push past the uncomfortable moments. Catherine Wood, who's the founder and executive life coach of Unbounded Potential, blocks out time for self-care the same way she would do for a client. And Nandi Dlepu, who runs the creative agency Mamakashaka, is also an advocate for self-care, as well as honesty in the work-life balance journey. If you want to see someone, you make time to see them and you put it in your diary. There's nothing that frustrates me more than when someone says, yeah, I'll just come pop by. Like, what do you mean? What? What? When are you going to pop by? How long are you going to pop by for? Like, it's just, it's so stressful. And I just need you to send me a meeting request, please. Friends, just send me a meeting request. <laughs> Perhaps it may sound foreign to some to have their friends send a meeting request, but we all have to be honest about what does and doesn't work for us. Shout out to you, Nandi. Netflix CEO Reed Hastings takes six weeks of vacation a year and pushes his employees to do the very same. Much like Oprah, downtime is what keeps him grounded. Mike Stopforth, a former CEO of Cerebra, notes the awareness of mental health in a work-life balance journey. I think being conscious of one's mental state, finding space to uh, meditate if that works for you, finding space to talk through your frustrations, to debrief, to, you know, even if it's not traditional therapy, which I think is an important thing for anybody who takes their mental well-being seriously, even somebody who has been fortunate enough never to deal with any sort of mental um, health issues. I still think that therapy or coaching is a good idea. Certainly from a, a, a professional work perspective, uh, mental health is at a premium. And I think we understand mental health and well-being better than ever before. Internal and external balance is critical. Work, mental health, physical health, social time and family time are all equally important factors in one's life. They are what make us multidimensional beings. Joe Brusker, owner of BathVault.com, says if you keep track of the time you spend on your daily tasks and listen to this, you'll most likely realize that close to 80% of them are a waste of time. All in all, work-life balance is a process. It may be exercise, to-do lists, time management applications, meditating, self-awareness, prioritization, or meeting requests that keep you on track. Anthony Beeler, round us off on this. How do you embark on and stay on track of your work-life balance journey? I always advise people, literally draw a circle, the circle of life, I call it, uh, to borrow a phrase from Lion King, and then allocate and divide it, cut it up and, and look at the times that you're spending doing things. And only through that audit will you understand what you're really contributing to and what you're neglecting. The circle of life. Go on, get drawing. It seems that balance is about achieving a feeling of freedom balanced with the discipline required to meet the demands and obligations that we face every single day. 
When we don't feel balanced, the result is stress and feeling overwhelmed, which over the long term results in poor health and the inability to enjoy the freedom that life comes with. This has been an epic conversation, and I hope that you're going to join us again for the next and final episode when we unpack the big why, the purpose and the quest for work-life balance. So let's do it again. Join me, Aria Kelman, for the next episode in this Ahead of the Curve podcast series, The Myth of Work-Life Balance, which is proudly brought to out-of-the-ordinary people like you by Investec Private Banking. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendation. Investec Specialist Bank, a division of Investec Bank Limited, is a registered credit provider.